Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Good evening. Okay, so I'm just giving people a few minutes to log on before we get started. Okay.
Okay, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining our national Bible study. Is there currently any um, prayer requests at this time? I have one. This is Sora Deloney. I would like to ask the Soros to continually keep me up in prayer regarding my um, health challenges. In Jesus' name. Amen. Are there any others? Any um, prayer requests? We're taking prayer requests at this time. Are there any other prayer requests? All right, well, this is Soromania. I ask you all to um, continue keeping me up in prayer um, that everything works out okay for me and my um, schools, getting ready to start my um, doctoral program. And so just pray that everything goes the way it needs. I take my um, test on next Saturday the 21st, and I need to score at least a 600. So I know God's going to bring everything back to my remembrance because <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had to go in and take a test, but I know that he is more than able. Are there any other prayer requests at this time? Um, um, I would like prayer for my sister, uh, Myra. Okay. This is Sister Walker? Yes, yes, it is. Hi, everyone. All right. Um, I also want to say ask prayer requests for the Williams family. I saw a um Taisha Williams just lost her father, and all of the others um, that are on the call with us that may have lost a loved one, that God goes in and he gives them comfort in this time of loss. All right, let us go before the Lord in prayer, and then I will get started with our Bible study this evening. Most gracious and heavenly Father, First of all, we come before you just to tell you thank you. Thank you for who you are, God. We thank you for all of the things that you have done. We thank you for this day, a day in which we've never seen before, God. All of those prayer requests that went forth, Lord, we ask that you continue to touch Sora Deloney and her body, God. We ask that you continue to teach touch Sister Myra, God, whatever the situation is, the acts that you go in and that you undertake. God, all of the unspoken prayer requests, because we have requests from you daily, and we may not speak them aloud, but all of those unspoken prayer requests, God, you know what they are, and the acts that you go in and that you honor them according to your word and according to your will. As we go forth in this Bible lesson today, God, I ask that you let Whatever I have to say, be glorified through you, Lord, that all things that I tell about the blessings of you, God, that you give me something that will touch those that are on this call, God. These things I pray in your most precious and holy name. Amen. 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 So our Bible theme for the beginning of this year is the blessings of of God. This is the year of 2017, and we all know that seven is God's number for completion. So we know that there is some blessings that he's going to do to complete whatever it was that he started in us when we 
started on this walk and this journey with him. So our scripture that go along with that is Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 and 8. And it reads, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The message of the prophet Jeremiah could be summarized in one word, trust. His ministry was around 600 B.C. He experienced the fall of Jerusalem and their southern kingdom, Judah. He saw the central reason for all of this for this fall as their idolatry. They trusted Egypt for their salvation rather than in God. He is he was known as the weeping prophet because of his pain over his city, his nation, and his fellow citizens. The book of Lamentation is traditionally ascribed to Jeremiah. It is a book of mournful Weeping, lamenting over the fall of Jerusalem. But despite his pain, his tears, and his forthright message about Jerusalem's destiny, Jeremiah bought a plot of land in Jerusalem. Not a good short-range investment, but he was going long and deep into the faithfulness and trustworthiness of God. He brought this plot of land as an act, parable of his trust in God. God has been consistently faithful over time. That is the central biblical breakthrough of the Old Testament. That is the one-word message of Jeremiah and the rest of the Hebrew scriptures. Trust. Here are a few scriptures to support this. Don't ever be afraid or discouraged. That's Joshua chapter 10, verse 25. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. That's Psalms, chapter 16, verse 8. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. That's Psalms 27, verse 14. So be strong and courage, all you who put your hope in the Lord. That's Psalms. Chapter 31, verse 24. You love him even though you have never seen him, though you do not see him now. You trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward of trusting him will be the salvation of your soul. That's First Peter chapter 1, verse 7. Trust. Jeremiah uses the image of a tree by a river to represent this life of trusting God. In Deuteronomy 28, God identifies the blessing for those who follow God's way and then describes the curses for those who disobey. But Jeremiah 17 follows the opposite pattern. God's prophecy is to the Israelites balancing out those curses 
starting in verse 7, which says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And just like verse 8, I want, and we all should want, to have those roots, roots that reach deep into the water. I don't want to be bothered by my environment. I'd rather produce good fruit than be a stunted shrub. Now, how do we become this mature and flourishing tree and trust in the Lord to receive his blessings? The secret is in the roots. Live oak trees can grow to be 80 feet tall and just as broad. They often live for hundreds of years. In fact, I've read that oak trees can live for more than 1,000 years. The key to their longevity is their root system, which reaches down into the soil about four feet and extends laterally to 90 feet. Such depth and width often offers strong support for the trees. Of course, Roots also provide water and nutrients. A mature oak tree can take in more than 50 gallons of water per day, much of which evaporates and keeps the tree cool. Oak tree roots grow wide and deep. We must send out our roots into the soil of God's word. That's where the nutrients of strength, wisdom, and encouragement will come from. The deeper and wider our knowledge, the more empowered we will be to withstand the buffering challenges of life. I also learned that tree roots can extend four to seven times the distance of the drift line of the tree's canopy. That is a solid, nurturing, secure rootedness. The wisdom of the Old Testament often contrasts the wise person to the foolish person by contrasting a tree with a chafe or tumbling weed. Psalms chapter 1 says, Wise people are like trees planted by streams of water, but foolish people are like chafe that the wind dries away. The same contrast is used by Jeremiah in this chapter. The trusting wise person is like a tree planted by water, but the foolish, untrusting person is like a shrub in the desert. A tree planted by streams of water has constant nourishment. It never lacks food or water, and a believer who trust in the Lord will never lack spiritual nourishment. A tree by a stream has constant protection. The heat will come, but the tree is protected. And a person who trusts the Lord will be constantly protected by the Lord. A tree by a river will be constantly protected. It will bear fruit even in the dry season. And a believer even in the dry spiritual times, will continue to produce the fruit of the Spirit that Paul speaks of in Galatians 5. And, of course, we all know what they are. That's love, joy, peace, patience, 
kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Yes, amen. Most of the time, the prophet Jeremiah felt more cursed than blessed. He didn't want to be a prophet in the first place, protesting that he was too young and too inarticulate. So let's take a look here at some scriptures. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5 through 7. I mean, sorry, 5 through 8. We'll give you a few minutes to get there. All right. And it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nation. Then I said, alas, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak because I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth, because everywhere I send you, you shall go, and all that I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declared the Lord. The first blessing is declared the Lord. So God is going to be with us wherever we go. And how he gets us through with that is with his blessing. The first blessing that God shows us is that in spite of Jeremiah's excuses, sense of inaccuracy, God affirmed that Jeremiah, not anyone else, was God's chosen agent for that place. He told him, do not say I am only a child. You must go to everyone and say what I command. God told Jeremiah this in First Jeremiah 1, verse 7. The second part of the blessing that God gives us was that God would guarantee his presence to Jeremiah. Immediately after giving Jeremiah his marching orders, God said in Jeremiah 1 and 8, Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you. Jeremiah struggled for a lifetime with God's call, even accusing God of overpowering him. Let's take a look at Jeremiah 20, verse number 7. It says, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everybody, everyone mocks me. Yet God continued to call Jeremiah. And this is how. And he calls all of us this way. He said, blessed are those who trust in the Lord, who trust is the Lord. Jeremiah trusts in the Lord. He trusts that there is someone to get angry with. He trusts that there is someone to notice that he was a laughing stock. Over time, that trust, the Lord becomes a trust. God is with his reluctant people. Again and again, Jeremiah speaks of his sense of God's abiding presence. In Jeremiah 15 and 20, he says, For I am with you, to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. We also see the Lord in Jeremiah 20 and 11. It says, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. 
They will fall and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forsake, forgotten. God doesn't call us to shrink or shy away from the risk. The pain of ministry is evident enough of that. But God knows the pain of ministry, even unto death on the cross. But a main difference between Christ's pain in ministry and ours is that God forsook Jesus on the cross. God will never forsake us, though sometimes it may really feel like he has. You'll be like, God, where are you? I can't feel you. I'm going through this. But just know that he will never, ever forsake us and that he feels what we feel and is always there. No matter how scared, hesitant, unmotivating, unwilling we might be, God gives us the promise of his presence, to cling to his promise of his presence even during fear is what Christian courage and ministry is all about. Unless we recognize the courage which God gives for our calling, we may never experience the peace that results from following through with the courage of God. Like Jeremiah, sometimes We'd rather not be a prophet of the nation. Sometimes we would like to stay in the background. I know I would. I don't know about nobody else. But sometimes I'm like, God, why me? I don't want to go say that. Why you show me that? I don't need to see that. Do I have to really go tell him what you said? I don't want to do that. Amen. Sometimes we just want to. We good with. Te- I'm good with teaching Sunday school. I'm good with help. They they need help cleaning up after the service. I'm good with that. I can go help clean up with after the service. And I would be fine with that. A lot of us, I know, would be fine with that. We don't, I don't need to be out there. I don't need to go tell anybody anything. We want it to be less risky. We don't want to face the financial challenges. We don't want to have to deal with the policy conflicts. We don't want to have to deal with the petty arguments about this or deal with the antagonists who, like, who wants to make life miserable. Every time we go. But if we look at Jeremiah's struggle, we have learned two things. One, first, the prophet tunes our ears to the frequency of the bless- of blessings. God calls us by blessings. We usually think God calls us by commands. Go do this. Go be, go be that. Go say that. Go over here. Jeremiah's calling is ours. And once we hear the biblical refrain of blessings, it's like a song. And I'll give you an example of how God calls us. We're going to look at some more scriptures here. Um, Try not to go too fast and give you a time. Our first one we're going to look at is Luke chapter 1, verse 42. (coughs) And it reads, We hear it in Elizabeth's greeting to her kinswoman, Mary. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. We even hear it in Jesus' first sermon that he called and gave to his disciples. This is found in Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 to 5. And everybody should be pretty familiar with this. It says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. We are called by God's blessings. 
blessings is the psalmist's way of getting God's attention. Let's look at Psalms 108 verse chapter I'm sorry, chapter 108 verse 1. It says, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless God's holy name. In the world according to God, Blessings rule. I'm going to say that again. In the world, according to God, not man, but according to God, blessings rule. Second thing we learned is the prophet shows us how deep blessings anchor us. Whenever storms cross the surface, blessings let us cast a deep anchor in the heart of God. The prophets and the psalmists conspired to remind us. We see it in Psalms chapter 1, verse 3, which reads, They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither, and all that they do, they prosper. We must learn about our loving Heavenly Father and spend time with Him in order to know Him. An intimacy develops, trust grows, and when roots grow deep into God's Word and His love, when we're practicing His presence, when remaining strong, when life turns up the heat. And life going to turn up the heat because you've got kids who are making foolish choices, you didn't you didn't took them to church, you didn't told them what the words say, and they still making foolish decisions. Or when you got that boss who give you those high expectations and is racking up more and more notches, or you have paycheck and it seems like you can't stretch another penny, when a disagreement becomes an impasse, and when a decision must be made and the pros and cons swim endlessly in your head. We express our trust by affirming what we know about God, and we affirm our confidence in him by reviewing his promise, not once a day in a quick morning prayer, but moment by moment. Roots are constantly absorbing water and nutrients. We must do the same by praising and thanking God all day long. There are some major rewards for trusting God, and I'm going to give you five of them. The first reward is we will be like trees planted along the riverbanks. We will not be thirsty of the Holy Spirit. Let me say that one more again. (laughs) Say that one more time. Number one, we will be like trees planted along the riverbanks. We will not be thirsty for the Holy Spirit. Our second reward is our foundations are made strong in the Word of God. Again, our foundations are made strong in the Word of God. Our third reward for trusting God is We are not bothered by the heat, 
because the Lord God is our refuge. We are not bothered by the heat because the Lord God is our refuge. Number four, we are not bothered by worry in months of drought brought about disobedience of this ending world. We are not worried. We are not bothered by worry in months of drought brought about by this disobedience of the world. The fifth reward that we get for trusting God is our leaves stay green. I said five. There's actually six. But number five, our leaves stay green. And number six, to bear more delicious fruit, it is a blessing. We can trust in God and know that we do not have to fear the future. Let's say that one more time. Our sixth reward for trusting is that we can bear more delicious fruit. It is a blessing. We can trust in God and know that we do not have to fear the future. It is God's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. He desires to bless us. When we trust him, we put ourselves in the place of receiving his blessings, his kingdom. God has been encouraging me, and I want to encourage you, to give more of your day to God. And to everyone on this phone, I'm putting a challenge to you. And this is the challenge that I want you to do. Challenge yourself this week, going into next week. Start with the week. This evening, look at your calendar and carve out an evening or a morning to spend a period of time with God. Don't put yourself under a curse by relying on your own strength. Put yourself in a position to receive God's tremendous blessings. Amen. Any comments, questions? Uh, This is Sir Delaney. Um, This is a wonderful Bible study, and while you were teaching, Sir Romani, and you were talking about how you, um, you know, all of us or some of us don't want to go and do what the Lord tells us. We would just love to stay in the background. And I just thank and praise the Lord that was said to me today when I was going through that God always has a ram in the bush. God never leaves us out there by ourselves once he has given us a command. And um, the, the Holy took me over to Jeremiah 38, and this is where um, after Jeremiah made up his mind that he was going to speak what thus said the Lord, the people got mad, and what they did, <clears throat> they took Jeremiah and they reported what he said, and they decided uh, in verse 38 and 6, it says, so they took Jeremiah and put him into the cistern yeah. of Malchia, 
the king's son, which was in the courtyard of the guard. They lowered Jeremiah by ropes into this cistern. It had no water in it, only mud, and Jeremiah sank down into the mud. But Ebed Melech, a Cushite, an official in the royal palace, heard that they had put Jeremiah into this cistern. Now this cistern, it was it was it was really like an outhouse because it smelled down there. It was nothing but mud and excrement that passed through these waterways from the city and it stunk down there. And you know, sir, sometimes we find ourselves when we obey God, we find ourselves in some stinking situations. In other words, some mess. But through it all, I never saw in the word of God where Jeremiah complained. You know, he accused, he did say, Lord, the Lord, you know, in earlier chapters, he felt like the Lord had set him up. But when he was actually down in this cistern, he never complained. And when uh, Ebed Melech saw Jeremiah down in there, he went before the king and told him what they had done to Jeremiah. And God touched the king's heart because the scriptures say the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. And with, like the river of water, he will turn it whichever way. way he will. So no matter what stinky situation we're in, Soros, we just have to go to the king of kings that will turn the king's heart toward us. So this king commanded that Ebed-Melech take 30 men and lift, Jer- he said in verse 10, then the king commanded Ebed-Melech the Cushite to take 30 men from here with you and lift Jeremiah the prophet out of that cistern before he dies. God was not going to let Jeremiah die when he still had work to do. And I just want to encourage every Sora, no matter what your age, no matter what your situation is like in life, no matter what you might have on you, if God has given you an assignment, God will enable you to carry that assignment out. God bless you. Amen. 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 I receive that. Amen. Any other questions or comments? Need me to repeat anything. I tried not to go too fast. <laughs> it is also recorded, so I will be sh- sharing the recording if you missed anything. But is there any other questions, comments, anybody have? All right, well, I thank you for joining us on our National Bible Study We do this every second Thursday of the month. Our next Bible study will be taking place on February the 9th, and we will have a guest speaker, Dr. Ramona Joseph, will be our guest speaker for us from Grand Prairie, Texas. So I am looking forward to hearing a word from the Lord from this woman of God. And until we meet again, I hope everyone has a blessed evening. Good night, everyone. Good night. 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 Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.